Welcome to today's In Touch with South Central Iowa. I'm Andrew Schneider. Lynn Branderhorst and Kurt Schwanebeck with the Marion County Community Foundation Board join us on today's program to talk about the kickoff of the grant application process for the Marion County Community Foundation, which starts this Thursday. Well, Lynn and Kurt, it's good to have you here today as we talk about something that uh, obviously comes up once a year, and that's an opportunity for nonprofits in our county to, to get a little boost with whatever project might be, might be a big boost. Uh, but the Marion County Community Foundation has been doing this for quite some time. So first of all, let our listeners know about the organization and, and kind of the, the work that you do across the county. Perfect. Well, the Marion County Community Foundation is a philanthropic organization uh, in Marion County, but we have extensions from the state all in every county of the state. And uh, we take gambling revenue and we uh, have a grant process that we then offer to not-for-profits throughout Marion County uh, to help them with their organizations and with their goals. We also have uh, donations to our organization from various philanthropic giving sources. Well, and Kurt, when you think about then the, the kinds of projects, obviously it encompasses the whole county and, and the only major rule is that they're a nonprofit cause of some kind, correct? Right, yes, we have uh, large projects. Um, sometimes we'll break it down to a, a two-year project uh, normally it's a one-year project, but if it's a big project, we'll give them an extension. Uh, big Rock Park here in, yeah. in Pella uh, was one of our bigger projects last year, and that was really successful. Um, but also we reach out to like the smaller towns around Marion County that don't have a lot of financial backing. We had a small town that had no tornado siren warning, uh, so we were able to help them out. And uh, it, it's, it's just it's a good thing all the way around. Uh, Lynn mentioned where we get our money at. Uh, that, yes, we, we do that, but we also have several investors. Um, they have discovered that they can make a, a moderate donation, and yet with tax laws and stuff, they're allowed a lot bigger deduction when it comes to tax time through their donations to our, to our system. Well, and this time of year, Len, it's time to apply. So this is the process where uh, if people have an idea, either they're coming up with one that's established. Obviously, Kurt kind of mentioned some of the different uh, just even examples. Uh, this is now the time to think about applying and, and figuring out how much to ask for and all the above. Yes, this is absolutely the time. Uh, we accept the uh, grant applications online, and that uh, site is M ccfiowa.org and our grant cycle will open up the 15th of February so the day after Valentine's Day we have two grant styles that one can apply for and one is a small what we call a simple grant smaller uh, documentation and that is for a grant of 3,000 or less and then we have the longer form which is of course for 3,000 or more so the grant forms will be up online until April 19th at midnight. So you have from the 15th of February until April 19th of April. Oops, I said that. Yeah. <laughs> We're here with Kurt Schwanebeck and Lynn Braderhorst with the Marion County Community Foundation Board. And so, Kurt, obviously people can apply, and you've already talked about some of the examples, um, but, but when you get into this process, the, then there's a, there's a selection process after the application with the board, correct? Uh, yes, yes. The board will meet uh, in May, 
and um, we'll, in, in one day we will go through all the applications and sometimes we get as many as oh, 70 applications. So it does take some time and uh, we do weigh through them ahead of time individually. Um, they're through all nine of us, um, read through them really good. If we need to do some background work, give them people a call, say, you know, what, what are you meaning to do here? And so we can take that back to the meeting. Well, and then, uh, you know, in terms of scope, uh, obviously you don't want people to be discouraged. There's obviously a limit and you don't have unlimited mm -hmm. funds, but typically it sounds like there's a wide range that's available. So just obviously apply Lynn, and then from there, the, the total amount may differ depending on the resources available. Yes, indeed, that is true. And don't be afraid to apply. Um, in my past life, I wrote a lot of grants and uh, one of the goals for our organization is to make a simplistic grant so that this could be something that really any not-for-profit should feel comfortable applying for. Yeah, you don't need to be a grant writer to do this. They just fill in the blanks, basically. Mm -hmm. So uh, one thing that we do ask, if you are given a grant or you have gotten a grant like last year, when that grant is completed, we need the grant completion form filled out. It's in on that same website and it's in the same grouping as the, as the grants is. Uh, that needs to be done or we won't grant you any more money. So we need to know that the project got wrapped up. Well, both of you have been on the board now for some time since 2017, it looks like. So there's been multiple years and grant cycles you've seen now. Um, for each of you, you know, what's it like to, to see these nonprofits, whether the, the, the startup that's just getting themselves started, it's their first major grant application, to those that are traditional, you know, community uh, activities that we see in Pella, Knoxville, Melcher, Dallas, Bussey, Pleasantville, so on. Um, what, what, what's it like to impact all these towns from big to small and in between in our county and to see uh, how these grants transform these? projects? For me, it's very humbling. Um, I look at our smaller communities and I look at some of the things that uh, larger communities take for granted. Uh, a, a good example is uh, the community of Bussy wrote a grant one year for a bench to put outside of their health clinic because they had no place for anyone uh, waiting for their ride uh, to sit down. Um, all the way to, uh, as Kurt mentioned earlier, the uh, Big Rock Park grant, which was a fabulous grant, a two-year grant, and it was for an environmental study of Big Rock Park, and they found multiple endangered and uh, newly discovered species in the park in our own backyard. I had a, a team of scientists from all over the Midwest working on it, so kind of the big, the big end and the small end of what we get to do. Yes, uh, on the smaller end, uh, we've mentioned that you need to be a, like a 501c3 nonprofit organization or a, uh, like a school, an entity like that. Um, one thing that I really enjoy is getting grant requests from teachers and they have a special project. Uh, a small, small school asked for some uh, they wanted to do some debate and some uh, public speaking. They needed some equipment. And uh, they asked for a lot of equipment, but they only asked for $800. And we we're wondering, how could they do this on $800? Mm -hmm. And they did it. And it, was, it works great for them.
And obviously, there's no doubt that we've got major population centers here. And obviously, two of you represent the, the two major population centers in many ways with what you do. Uh, but there is countywide representation on this board. So some of these smaller projects in particular, if you are from Bussey or Melzer, Dallas or Pleasantville, Hamilton, whatever it is, uh, don't be discouraged because there's representation that will make sure. And not that you guys don't care, right. but obviously, it's good to have that backing from oh, the smaller definitely, towns. Definitely, uh, especially uh, from the, the Bussey and the Melcher and Maryville area. Um, those representatives, they can explain the grants request, and um, I mean that's a, that's a big asset for us because mm -hmm. they know the projects. Yes, I I agree with that, and and that's one of the pleasures of working on this foundation board for me has been to meet the various representatives from these counties, and it's given me a greater understanding of the needs of some of our smaller communities and. Um, that is something that their representatives will speak to in our grant award sessions. And it's uh, it just a great way to learn who our neighbors are and how their communities function. Once again, that was Kurt Schwanebeck and Lynn Branderhorst with the Marion County Community Foundation Board. That concludes today's In Touch with South Central Iowa. You can find this interview through podcasts online at KNIAKBless.com and on Google, Apple, and Spotify.